0: Welcome to the show. This week we're discussing traveling with reluctant family members. Coming to you live from the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida, you're watching The Trip. This is the trip, episode twenty-three for the week of July twenty-second, twenty-fifteen. The trip is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect vacation, whether it be theme parks on the West Coast, East Coast, or on the seas. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hey, everyone! Welcome to the trip—a little show about something we all love called vacation. I'm Jenny Lynn.
1: And I'm Teresa Eccles. I think there's my last name in there. I don't know why. <laughs> and back in the nook is our Dustin, our producer, Dustin. I'm back. <laughs> What's back. up? I'm hey. So excited.
0: Back from California. Yeah.
1: We're happy to have you back. Thank you. We missed you. We
0: did.
2: I missed you guys. No, you oh, didn't. I missed being, you know, here for all the shows, mm-hmm. you know. And uh I'm just uh if I don't get a chance to say it on next week's uh Tuesday show, I'm really, really, really happy with how everybody um you know, covered for me when i was gone how you stepped up jenny lynn for hosting and how you know craig and rhino did a great job producing and how everybody handled that uh very controversial news show so uh, <laughs> very I special I'm, episode very special episode so <laughs> special i'm very happy of
1: unplugged. well thank you i'm yes, feeling the love thank you i am feeling the love
0: <laughs> that and the presence you know always makes it special yeah we got presents to. So anyway, uh, this week, like I said before, we are going to be discussing traveling with members of your family or friends. I guess. Yeah, no, could be that are Maybe not so excited about the trip that you're taking. Yeah,
1: the destination's not to their liking. So you know,
0: they kind of get grumpy, cranky.
1: They do. Um, but before we get into that, I have an issue. A <laughs> little issue thing. <laughs> okay. I had another issue, but I switched it up this morning. We have multiple issues? Well, I'm just switching my issue. Okay. A bigger issue arrived this morning. Um, Okay, so we know I just got back from my road trip. I know everybody's sick of hearing about that. But when you come back from it, you have to deal with the aftermath of how much you spent Mm -hmm. and how you spent it. Going into this trip, on this one, I decided I was going to try to pay cash for the brunt of everything we purchased of course some things had to go with you know the credit card um the rental and um some of the hotels sure. the biggest hotel was painting with a check so out of my banking account i decided to do this and then deal with it when i got back if i had to use a credit card for some other incidental when i got home i'd do it so i went that way well i Used a lot of money out of my bank account. And when I went to pay bills this morning, it depleted my bank account even more. Ah. Which normally, whether I pay it with credit, it's it's all coming out of my bank account. But now it's tight living for a while because I've paid the bills and I went on a fun trip.
0: I'm sure this is not helping with your post-trip depression. (laughs) It's not. And the whole... Idea of
1: having to keep it from Kelvin, too, because I'm whispering, but he's not going to watch the show. I don't, <laughs> I don't don't want to keep it to from hear. him. I don't like to. He worries about stuff like that. So I just try to keep that off his plate. Yeah. So, you know, so we live on top ramen and carrots for two weeks. We'll be good. Rice and beans, baby. Rice and beans. <laughs> <laughs> All going vegan. So, But anyway, that's it. But I'm glad I didn't use the credit cards as much as I would have. Yeah.
0: Do you think That, that feels good. I was going to say, in some ways, it sounds like maybe that eased a bit of stress. Yeah.
1: Because now I know I can do it without, mm-hmm. you know. So, I don't know. It's kind of a bit of an accomplishment. It is an accomplishment for me, because usually I go and the whole thing goes on credit, and then I pay for it when I get back. Mm-hmm. But this time, I the majority of it, it was cash. So, that was nice.
0: Yeah, that is.
1: But it'll be tight for a little bit, but, you know... Well,
0: I mean, I think that that's a you know pretty common credit card or not credit card. You know, it's trips are expensive, and then you know somebody's got to pay the piper at some point. So, right, you know.
1: So but, I'm paying the piper now. Yeah. and the family's eating noodles for dinner, but we'll be good.
0: Was it worth it? It was worth it. It was
1: worth it. So, and my depression's it's going away. Yes. So we're you good. Got the haircut. I got the haircut. Yeah. What do you <laughs> think? That's good. Isn't it cute? Yeah. It's different. Yeah. She's looking cute. I'm still. In transition, I don't know what I want, so we decided just cut off the scraggly crap at the bottom and mm-hmm. tidy it up. So it's it's
0: different. It looks good. Much, yeah. It's look the longest good. my hair has
1: been in ten years.
0: Really? Yeah. All right. So
1: yeah, we'll see how long it lasts. But
0: Well, I'm liking it. Thank you. All right. So back to our trip talk. <laughs> The main topic today is traveling with people who are not of the best demeanor. They're cranky for whatever reason it may be, and often um, the vacation planner feels the responsibility to keep everyone in the party happy, especially during traveling. That's when there tends to be the most friction. You haven't quite gotten to where you're headed, and it's that in route where. Everyone's uncomfortable or something's bothering them. And the person
1: might not like the destination. It might not be their favorite thing. I just
2: want to clarify real quick. When you say the vacation planner, you mean the person who is probably listening to this show right now. Yes. The, the person who is, especially if they go to Disney world or something like that, the person who's on the disboards, who's researching, right. who's the big fan. And they're the ones that feel like they're the, they're in charge of the itinerary, the planning, right. and they're in charge of the trip. And then they have their family. And sometimes their family is a very large group. And, um, So we're talking to you. Yes.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yes. And sometimes the other people are not always cooperative. There's an emotional um, component to being the quote-unquote vacation planner, as Dustin just defined. Mm -hmm. Um, Because you are the one doing all the research and the planning, and you're excited about it, and you're looking forward to it. Otherwise, you wouldn't be putting in all of the... Effort. Like effort to do mm-hmm. this in the first place, and you feel a bit of responsibility for making sure that everyone Everyone's else happy. Yeah. is happy. Right? It's kind of the same as hosting a party, but right. it's on the road. Or, You're hosting you know, this trip, right? Exactly. And
1: your husband's being a whatever. I you got
0: something it. to share, Teresa,
1: <laughs> or your husband, or whatever. You know, was oh, that my original issue? Okay, this week <laughs> we're going back to the <laughs> was. issue. Okay, so we're on the road, and my sister and I were the planners. The girls were along and happy. The reluctant traveler was my brother in law, Keith. He wanted to go, but how many times I said to him during this trip, and Brenda said it too, it's the journey, not the destination. <laughs> it's the journey. Enjoy the journey. And he was, there were certain times where, and that, to be perfectly honest, is why we gave him the reins and let him drive the car sometimes, because he was getting frustrated just riding along and being not really knowing. I mean, we told him where we were going, but it he all he could think about was the end result, where we're going the, at the, our home. He just wanted to get he there. He just wanted to get there, and we had all these. And then when we, day two, when we totally changed plans... And went in a different direction, which we'll get to in a different show. Um, that just threw him for a loop. So that's when we said, let's let Keith drive. It'll make him happy.
0: You know what? And that's an interesting uh, take on it that I hadn't thought of. I mean, we're going to be getting into the, the specific trips and ticks. Uh, ticks? Oh, yeah, ticks. I don't like ticks. Anyway, um, not, I don't know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> um, letting someone else drive. Usually you think about relieving the driver, but maybe there's somebody else in the party who actually feels like they need to have that little bit of control every once yeah. in a while. And we gave over it to, on the road. Oh, we gave him.
1: The, no, mind you, I was always in the seat next to him telling him where to
2: go. Right.
1: <laughs> but he did
2: – it gave him a little control. It also yeah. gives him something to do. Right. You know, when you're sitting in the back seat and uh, – you know you don't really have anything to do except for either be on your phone or which talk doesn't to, the have. People, yeah, or be uh, talking to the people in front of you, which were yeah like fifteen year olds then you know it's uh, it's something to do, it's something to keep your mind yeah. occupied, even if it is just paying attention to the road
1: between that or giving him the physical atlas. We had an actual physical atlas with us with the trip mapped out.
2: did you highlight it? We did, oh, yeah, good. I
1: remember the yeah. yeah. Which we had to cross out because we changed our route. You know? <laughs> but um, to have him as the backup to, you the know, GPS. the GPS, he liked that. So it gave him some control over the trip. Yeah. The. In reality, we were controlling him, but
0: you know. <laughs> but that I actually think him. that the backup atlas is a good idea because, as we found out this last week, your GPS goes rogue sometimes. Oh, she did, didn't she? Yeah, we'll be talking about that instance <laughs> on a future episode when we cover Bach Tower Gardens. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, you also never know when you're going to not have cell phone service, right? And it's really good to have some sort of uh, some sort of plan in place, some sort of backup um, map that you can at least look. To see, oh, the, the next major interstate is right. over here.
1: Or you're sitting there like a deer in headlights, you know, with no teleprompter telling you what to say. Like on yeah. a horrible episode of SNL because, <laughs> you know, no
0: words <laughs> to <laughs> say.
1: I know where to go. And you're just sitting there like a sitting duck. So.
0: Well, the big question would be, did it help? Did he kind of Oh, I think it out? did.
1: In the very end, even though he did not want to take this journey with us he said to me, I had a good time, thank you. And when I got home and I told the story to my husband, he said, I had a good time too without you, thank you. (laughs) Because he would have been insane in the car. It would have not have worked for Calvin. Different people, different techniques, and it would not have worked for Calvin. Calvin would have still been sitting in the back, you know, staring out the window like a crazed animal. Counting the cows. Counting the cows because he would have been mad. The whole time. Mad cow disease. Yes, he would have had it the entire trip. So different techniques for different people. Yeah. So we've got some different techniques We there.
0: do. That's a good segue into um, what comes up next. So Teresa and I had four different strategies that we came up with for dealing with this type of situation. And then we also had a lot, um, quite a bit of input from you guys on Facebook. And so we're going to get into some of that as well. The first thing we talked about was everyone needs to have a part in planning the trip. Primarily, agreeing on the destination. Mm-hmm. I agree. Right, yeah.
1: Whether it's your, I mean, you would choose not to go if you truly hated the destination and wouldn't go, mm-hmm. or you are going because your love, your wife or your husband, you want to go to make them happy, mm-hmm. or you'll
2: have a good time. You're a child and you have no say in the matter, right? So,
1: <laughs> but you can still help with the planning. Mm-hmm. Either way, you got to have some say in it. Yes. We found that out, so that's that's a good
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, so agreement on the destination is helpful, mm-hmm. and then everybody um, you know contributing to the planning process now we all know that you know with the primary vacation planner there's always going to be that main person. I think that's essential that you kind of have like oh you
1: have to have a leader
0: a leader that's in charge of everything otherwise it's, it gets to become a case of too many cooks in the kitchen and or it goes insane if but. both
1: lead parents or whatever if they like to do it together the planning that's awesome too
0: yes that could work that could work Um, but I think that a sign of a good leader or a good leading team would be the ability to take the input of others Mm -hmm. who are part of you know the trip and then be able to incorporate those things into the decisions that are made so that would be number one number two we put focus on the positive did you Do any of this on your trip?
1: You, yeah, because you know what? You got Mr. Grumbly Pants behind you in the back seat. You, I am of the mind where you laugh it off and make fun of them.
0: Wait, are you thinking what I'm thinking?
2: (laughs) Uh, No, I'm just, uh, I'm just thinking about her relationship with her brother-in-law and how you know. I mean, he's
1: been my brother-in-law since I was 12 years old. Wow. Okay, he has. So he's a brother. Yeah. He has been in this family since the very first time he had dinner at our house, and I spilled my milk, and he laughed at me.
2: So you can call him Mr. Grumbly Pants. Mr.
1: Grumbly Pants.
2: I don't know what you think is going on in his Grumbly Pants. I was
1: wondering if he was
0: having digestive issues.
1: (laughs) That was after we ate in Alabama. Um, No, but whether it's that or just an antsy teenager or someone who's fussing about whatever the situation is, I want to get out of the car, I'm tired of the... um, the deli- I want to get out of the airport. I want to get on the plane. I want to get there. I want to get there. I always, I try to always go to the positive mm-hmm. and say, you know what, let's play a game. Let's, you know, sing songs, which would drive them absolutely insane. Um, or just be positive about it. We yeah. are together. We're having a good, we're going to have a good time. Yep. <laughs> whether you want to or not.
0: This will I, be a
1: good memory that, for you. That's
0: how I approach it. <laughs> right?
1: Because if you don't they're they're going to pull you down. Yeah. And you're all going to be ticked off and looking in different directions and you know, we had issues finding breakfast one the first morning when we're all and it got to the point where it was we're just going to pull over and eat the grass along the side of the road because just shut up or get out of the van cuz you know, and I'm like, "Oh, good first day of the trip." But <laughs> My sister and I, we we banded together and made it a positive, you know, experience. <laughs> for us, anyway. I don't know if it was positive for them. But anyway, no, positive. Be positive about it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think this one um, works better with children than with adults. Adults can be a little bit yeah. trickier. But um, there was a saying in our family doesn't cover all situations in life but in many cases this is true you can choose to be happy yeah and so trying to teach at least my kids that you know has been a, a big thing and it comes into play a lot on trips oh it does I used to do this as well I um you know when they're really young you can often tell children things that are not necessarily believable but they'll believe them anyway so oh, what are you telling them well we would always go to Disney World okay. And Disney World's called the happiest place on Earth. Well, I guess it technically that's Disneyland, right? But
2: it's the second happiest place yeah.
0: on Earth. I translate I, I on the East Coast. <laughs> I adopted the saying for Disney World where we would go. And I would tell my kids, Walt Disney said that this is the happiest place on earth. So we have to be worthy of entrance. <laughs> oh my. And if you are in the park and you are not happy, then we have to leave because we can't you know, taint the happiest place oh my on earth. Gosh. I got really far for many years on that. <laughs> the parks would be empty if this is true, right? But see, this was the beauty of it. They still bought it and they and it worked for a while, even though everyone else in the park was crying and angry and arguing. Do you think with they, they really did? Yeah, I think so. Either that or they knew that I would I would actually follow through and be like, that's it. We're out of here. Yeah. And I would take them and That's like the, you don't believe, you I don't would. receive.
1: That was always with, with Santa. You don't believe, you don't receive. Yeah. No matter what. And to this day, you know, Max is all <laughs> excited and putting on cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas
2: Eve. <laughs> see, for, is coming. <laughs> see, for me as a kid, I was just this kind of natural born Disney fan. So once I got past the point of I was like a little kid and I just cried about stuff because I was a little kid. Like I was super it, it excited. Was a I was, I was a weeper. Hey, why that <laughs> mommy. Um, once I got to the point where I, like, I really appreciated Disney world. My parents didn't have to tell me this is the happiest place on earth. I was super excited, excited to be excited. there. Yeah. You know, so it didn't matter. Now, you take me to a different location. It's a different story. You <laughs> he take goes me back to crying. Yeah, you take me to the to the beach or to, I don't know, Six Flags or King's Dominion or something like that. I'm gonna be eh, this is stupid, mom. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna be doing that kind of thing. Um, so I think it also has to do with especially when we're talking about kids and teenagers, it has to do with what's their excitement level right. in terms of the location that you are picking. Because I don't know that many children or teenagers can, like you said, appreciate the journey. Um, They're going to be focusing more on the destination and what is there to do when we get there. Right, Mm -hmm. And that has to be a factor, especially when you do have several children. We have to make the
1: journey exciting to some extent, or let them pick something. And I let both of the kids, though Stella never did, um, see what they want to see on the journey. Mm -hmm. And that's why we went to the... Um, State Insane Asylum in
2: Georgia. (laughs) Because that's what Stella's into. That's
1: what Grace was into. (laughs) It was abandoned. Oh, wait, you see the video. Okay, (laughs) anyway, but no, to have them to have something to look forward to, or at least pick a a meal or something. Something. Something to make it. And and different kids react differently. Yeah. You know, by the look on all the pictures I took of Stella on our trip, she was having the most horrendous time. (laughs) But... (laughs) But that was her happy face. That was her yeah. resting <laughs>
0: I'm excited face. You know, her resting Never mind. I'm just thinking of a YouTube video the, right the now. The
2: resting Yes. <laughs> something which, face. The
0: the resting witchy face video. Yeah. Um actually that goes into what we picked for number 3 which was to give other people in the party choices all along the way. That might be places to stop, choices yeah. in their snacks. Choices for dining for meals, choices of music that's being played in the oh, car. Oh, gosh. Choices please. of movies no. being played in the car. There's no
2: choice. <laughs> driver gets to choose the music. There's no question about it. In my world, the driver decides what the music okay, is.
1: Okay, that, that was my world too, till Grace started speaking at the age of three. And the worst invention ever made was that little blue cord that plugs into the dashboard that can. A, Give Grace in three seats back all the music on her phone for the rest <laughs> of us to hear. That is the worst invention. But when I plug my phone in, it's awesome. But
0: well, so on your trip, did she control the
1: music? Day one, she was in the front seat. She did. And then a few other times, I gave her control. Mm-hmm. Just because if I didn't or I didn't give some of that up, all three kids were in the back seat with earplugs, earbuds in, and nobody was communicating. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, okay.
2: But then again, playing music through the speakers uh, diminishes communication to begin it with. It does. Because the people, especially if you're in a minivan, the person in the, the very back seat can't hear can't anything hear anything if there's music playing. But my point being is that the driver, needing to be alert and aware, needs to be able to play – you know, oh, some definitely. energetic yeah. music versus let's play some soft piano music right. at yeah. or let's 2 play music the I can morning. sing along
1: to versus right. something that what the crap is that and why are we listening yeah. to it and that's vulgar. Yep. I mean, so there were times when I was driving, especially the beginning of the trip and the ending end of the trip when my sister and her husband weren't in the van with us, there were times where I was the sole driver and I did control that music because yeah. I want to be able to, you know, I yep. gotta have something.
0: you I'm know I agree tired. with you for I for the most part, I control music when I'm driving the car trip or otherwise especially in those late hours. It is my way or no way. Um, however when the kids are awake there are times when I relinquish that. Again, for the sake of the overall morale. You yeah, know we the can group. sing
1: along, we can laugh. And I'll can- do
0: it. I'll do it until I reach a point where my morale starts to come down. I can only listen to dubstep for so long. It's like a it's like 20 minutes and then that's it.
2: Is that what your kids are into?
0: They love dubstep. To me, it sounds what like a, dubstep. It's the type of music that actually sounds like a computer modem booting.
2: I just right? I just did it. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, it beats the Cayenne Pepper,
1: whoever that guy is that's married to Kanye West. <laughs> yes.
2: Cayenne Pepper. <laughs> that... Kanye, Kanye West is my cousin. Okay. I'm sorry. If you could just lay off a little bit. Oh, man.
0: There's ties music, there. and
1: I I I respect their music. Whatever their music may be. And their music being my daughter, not whatever. But I just, it's not, but she likes some of my stuff too. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes you can (laughs) find that middle ground.
2: She loves the mamas and the pop.
1: Mamas and the pop, the monkeys. Who doesn't? You know, have you been looking at my phone? That is my (laughs)
2: phone. The mamas (laughs) and the (laughs) pop. So,
1: but other than music, other than music, dining choices, you know, um, one day on the road. We did not want to stop for a meal. We just wanted to power through because we were on, our, we were on the last leg coming home. And all the kids wanted it was junk food. Mm-hmm. I, you know what? Let's do it. Let's just stop and everybody gets what they want. Mm-hmm. $40 later, we had a van full of
2: debris. <laughs> if that's the consensus, go with it.
1: Go with it, you know? And versus, you know, and if someone else wants a, a certain dining location along the way, let them pick.
2: Now, let me ask you guys something whether it's Disney world or any of the other road trips you've taken, anything that you've done, have you guys been the planner that I'm sure some of the people that are listening are that comes with like the binder of the itinerary of the minute by minute layout of how the day is going to go. And if so, how does that flow? If somebody changes something up, you know, that, gets off of that minute-by-minute you know, minute itinerary that you've created.
1: We had this. Well, let me tell you, Dustin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, you want to go first? I'll go first. Okay. okay. We had this on the last trip. We had it, and I even printed out copies for the passengers in the back. Wow. You know, this is where we're going. Because that was mainly for my brother-in-law. He needed to know, you know. And then I would say eight hours into the trip, we... Changed it.
2: You went off binder.
1: We went off binder. We decided. Look how close Mississippi is. You know, let's let's do that. So we just kind of, you know, and and it and we that didn't, thought just
0: scares me. Doesn't <laughs> I can't like. Well, I get nervous just hearing this. It right bothered now. me
1: a l- for a little bit, but then I'm thinking, you know what? We're still going to get. Okay, we had planned to go to Memphis. We never made it to Memphis. Memphis went off. It's in the binder, but it stayed in the binder. We ended up in um Jackson, Mississippi. No, Jackson, Tennessee. You know. I'm
2: going to Jackson.
1: I'm going to Jackson. That's right. <laughs> but if we hadn't done that, we would never have been to the International Hillbilly Hall of Fame.
2: <laughs> Hillbilly music. <laughs> Hall of Fame. Bing, 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 bing. And had that
1: amazing tour, private tour. Grace wouldn't have played the drums, you know.
2: Does she play so the drums? No, but she
0: did that day. <laughs> so it paid off for you. It to paid go off to throw the itinerary yes. out the window te- temporarily. Well, so I am a hardcore itinerary person, like to the minute. Like I'm the person who goes to touring plans and gets the this ride first, this ride second, you know. Um, and you, we do it like that. Push through all the way, you know. Whatever it is, I mean, I obviously I relate this most to Disney World because that's what I'm most familiar with. But really, in life, anything. As soon as the plan is in place, my expectations are set, and that is what we do. I'm getting better as we go, as I get older here, like loosening up a little bit and realizing, you know, go with the flow, some and stuff. But control
1: every moment of every child's life.
0: And you're yeah. getting into that. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that is part of it too, probably. Yeah. I'm realizing I don't I no longer have control they whether have I want ideas. to or not. Right. And so I'm I'm learning to do that. But it is still always like a <gasps>
2: yeah. you
0: know, I, I get a a twinge of anxiety when we veer from the um from the itinerary. But what was your what was your original question? My, How do you my, deal with it? Yeah,
2: my question was if you are that type of planner and you're traveling in a large group. How do you handle somebody going off binder, going rogue? So the, I guess the the basic options would be let them go rogue, let them do their own thing, and you stick to the mm-hmm. plan with the <laughs> in your
1: own rental car going right. that yeah. way. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, I'm not necessarily talking about a road trip. I'm, right. I'm thinking like if we're at Disney World, for right, example, right, right. You know, let them go do what they want to do, and then anybody else who wants to stick with the very nice plan that you have itinerized, um, you know, go with that. Or do you just throw everything out the window and say, look, everybody go do what you want. Is there, is there there any, that would never be
0: an option. You never do that. No, you never do that. You have to have some sort of loose binder. The papers might be falling out, but you have (laughs) to still have the binder. You never, you never throw the plan completely out the window. You might, (laughs) you might deal with whatever happens and, you know, veer off of it for a little bit, but you always eventually come back to the, the okay, plan. Okay, this
1: is like when you first have a child, and you have all these expectations, right, of how you're going to raise that child, right? Right. And you have the your plan and your schedule, but the child has another idea, right? <laughs> yes. And you have to be adaptable enough to make the change, but you still have your original plan, mm-hmm. and... You just and have the main to,
0: goals. And your
1: main goals are still there, but you have to.
0: You might have to go about getting to those goals a yes, little bit you have to be a, a tree in way. the wind
1: and bend it, just well, a little bit.
2: But that also goes with people who have children. They're like super cautious with the first child, right? On oh, that. yeah. And then when the second child comes around, they're dangling them by their feet and going, <laughs> look at this thing. No,
1: that was the third child. <laughs> yeah. Child one was regimented and he was this and that. Stella had a Popsicle in her mouth at <laughs> three days old. <laughs> there on <You> <laughs>
0: Sitting the porch. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> much happening. Literally, it with a Popsicle in her mouth. I think it also gets easier to veer from the itinerary the more that you get um, familiar with what you're doing. So if you're on a trip and you've done this a number yes. of times, yeah. you are familiar enough to be able to do you something a relaxed, little different. A little more relaxed. And, yes, whereas at least with me, I get anxiety with anything that I am not familiar with. I am very anxious about the unknown. So you put me in a new situation. I'm in a new airport or I'm you know, driving on a new road or whatever it is. And That I'm makes like, you anxious? Yeah. I, I have no. to stick to the plan in order to feel safe and oh, secure. I know it's a terrible life. Let me let me ask you guys
2: let me ask you guys another question in your general travels and when you when you take little trips here and there even if it is going to the Disney parks here maybe for a weekend or whatever who is your reluctant traveler and what do you have to do on a regular basis to appeal to that person versus what you would like to do that's really in your heart that you would like to do how do you have to appeal to those people
0: my reluctant traveler is almost always Margot.
2: oh my gosh you she, know who mine
0: is oh uh, yeah because they're the same person yeah um <laughs> still yeah uh, Margot is my teenager and she is a great kid awesome kid i she's my right hand in many ways but she's also a teenager and apathetic and doesn't want to do anything and is grumpy about everything. And, um, everyone, she's
2: what? 16, 17 she's years old. 15. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: So everybody's, you know, everybody's dumb and everybody is, you <laughs> know, is irritating and, and yeah. everything is, there's no enjoyment in life. <laughs> um, so how do I go uh, about this with Margot? There's days. a few different <laughs> tactics here. Um, sometimes I, Lecture her until she gets has had enough of that that she feels like the only way to make me stop is to be happy um, <laughs> lecture
1: her on what on uh, why dep- we're going why you need to go It depends
0: on the situation sometimes okay. she gets lectured about her attitude sometimes I lecture her about how her, how she's bringing me down um or <laughs> lecture her about <laughs> Lecture her about, you know, um, all the things that she should be happy You're about. You're bringing me down. You know, whether it's on the trip or the destination or, or looking at the bright side of things or whatever it is. Other times, I have to bribe her. Um, sometimes that works.
1: Okay, good. I'm not the only one that does that.
0: Bribery bribery comes in handy Do you bribe times. with
1: money or other things?
0: I don't have money to bribe her with. So I bribe her with um, privileges.
1: Privileges, yeah.
0: Or... Um, Treats, you know. See, I go the
1: other way. I say, if you don't do this, the consequences are <laughs> your <laughs> bedroom door comes off. Or I mean, you know. <laughs> so, so rather than
0: so rather than bribery, you have um, what are they? It's, it's punishment. threats, I guess. <laughs> Punishments. <laughs> I threaten
1: them. No, not really. But Stella is the real. Well, f- for instance, our Sunday outing, right? Mm-hmm. Kelvin wanted to go because we were going to Bach Tower Gardens. Grace wanted to go because we were going anywhere, and once again, it would have been an all-day affair. And I'm not comfortable leaving my 13-year-old home alone. Mm-hmm. I'm just not, not there yet because she's so quiet. And when she calls you, she doesn't talk, so you don't know if she's alive or what. You know? <laughs> it's just like dead air. Oh my God, what's happening? So, so she went reluctantly. Why do I have to go? Because we're all going. I don't want to go. I don't, doesn't matter. You're going. You'll have fun. So I'm trying to pull the positive out Oh, we'll right. have fun. Jenny Lynn's going to be there. Care, don't care. Is Margo coming? No, I don't want to go.
0: I'm, like,
2: I'm sorry. so they can be sad by themselves. Yes.
0: Oh, are Two peas in a pot. You know,
1: doing their art. and yeah, I know,
0: you know. They just want to draw. I don't do. They, they don't even talk to each they other. Do they? they just sit <laughs> next to each other and I'm draw. at the
1: pictures. Oh, look what I do. So no, she's reluctant in everything. She probably has not been to Disney in two years because she. Oh, she loves it. Yeah. But I think she has crowd issues. Okay. She has underlying issues Mm -hmm. that she doesn't tell me about. But then I can tell, because we went out to dinner on Mother's Day, and we were in a very crowded restaurant, and she had...
0: A bit of an episode. A
1: bit of an episode. So that... She knows what her limits are, mm-hmm. okay? But
2: <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just imagining. <laughs> you're just kidding. <laughs> I'm just imagining your children. <laughs>
1: <what Yeah>. <laughs> My poor child. So, you know, she knows when I'm serious and she has to go. And, yeah. and at the end of it all, she's happy she went and she mm-hmm. had a good time. Mm-hmm. But once again, it's that same face that you never see the emotion, so you don't know you know, I know. I I can see it now. Yeah, I know that's a happy face. <laughs> and when I say that, it makes her smile.
0: Margo's oh, I know that's your happy face. Way. You can't hide that from me. You had fun. You know. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so funny. It's the same way with Margot. This face, and and you're like, can you please try to look like you might be enjoying some aspect of your life? She's like, I am. This is my happy face. This is my happy face. My happy like face. the rest of the world can't tell. So.
1: You know, I don't know. But,
0: but well, yes. She is okay, so one. One, another thing I do is uh, positive reinforcement. So when there is something to latch on to, you're like, yes, okay. Positive reinforcement. Like a doggy you biscuit? You get or a... some, time of, some type of reward for. <laughs> really? Yeah, either some to kind of like. <laughs> some kind of like new. Well, I don't know what else to say. I'm going to use the word toy. But something, some kind of item that she would like or, you know. The promise of a souvenir, or you know, I have a
1: box of again pencils. privileges.
0: Like, all right, you can pick the mu- music, and I'll listen to your dubstep for you know oh, wow. twenty minutes. I give out pencils
1: still, and it sounds stupid.
0: When your child likes art, it's not it's stupid. not stupid.
1: She likes a very expensive type of drawing pencil, mm-hmm. and they're very expensive. Mm-hmm. So she gets them one at a time,
2: and you withhold them, and I withhold
1: <laughs> them. I'm taking away the good pencils. Get back to the number two if you don't do it. You know, well, all these things work. The- and now, and did you notice on our road trip Sunday, Kelvin started out happy. Yes, but how did it end? He was just like, get out it of the went, car, Jail, I got to get home. It went
0: downhill. It went downhill, <laughs> it
1: went downhill <laughs> it went because downhill. he was hot and he was tired and he wanted it to be over. Yeah, he'd done what he wanted to do.
0: He saw the pretty plants, and, and then he
1: was—that's an Eccles trait. And, then
0: he was and done all with of the my children
1: have that trait, and I tried to beat it out of him, but it didn't help. And I'm kidding; I did not beat my children. <laughs> well, sometimes, <but> not always. <laughs> But when it, when it's done, it's done. When you're over and you want to get home, that's the way they are. Yeah, And you have to treat that a certain way, too. Sure.
0: Well, you need to be sensitive to that. Everyone has to But they also need to wall. be sensitive to
1: me because this trip's about me sometimes. <laughs> and I want to have fun, and I'm not done having fun. Right? Or my fun is slower than the fun he wants to, you know. Yeah. Because, well, you know how we were. We're talking, and we're You know, eating our ice cream, and we're doing that. He's like, we've been here two hours, and we haven't seen a plant.
0: (laughs) He was save it for the episode. We have to wait for the box tower. Back to back to traveling. (laughs) Well, there were a few suggestions that we have from all of you on Facebook. Um, Some of them were very interesting, such as Shannon Lindsay's, which says she gives her husband alcohol. That's a good. This comforting. A- well, the truth is, this actually does help some people with trips. Yeah. As well, obviously, if they're not the one in charge of doing if the driving? Tri- if they're yeah. the passenger, what,
2: what's the context of this? I don't. I mean, we it's asked like-
0: for people to to <laughs> the give their suggestions was, of what could help. Sorry, you. Here, go ahead. Yeah, it
2: was the question. What are the
1: strategies for keeping everyone happy during travel? What if one person isn't happy with your destination?
2: Again, what's the context of this? Are they are they at like Disney's All Star Sports Resort? And they're he's traveling.
1: Just... They're traveling. Okay. They're traveling. The person doesn't want to go or doesn't want to be there.
2: So he's flasking it in the backseat. He's flas-
0: yes. <laughs> she says that keeps him happy. That's how she keeps him happy. You know, what some people have keeps it, him sedated. I would think. It, yeah. Well, like for some of the people that can I stutter any more in this sentence? Yes. Cheese. Okay. Cheese absolutely Um, (laughs) for people with anxiety that might actually be something that helps to calm is that my stomach? Calm down. I think it's thunder outside, but um, to calm a person down. I, I think, especially with like air travel, we've all been in the airplanes with the person right. who has excessive anxiety Sees about the person. on the air. wing.
1: Yeah, we've all been there.
0: I will never forget the day I was seated next to the little old woman next to me who was wringing her hands like this and praying the entire time Oh, dear Lord Jesus, dear Lord Jesus, doing Hail Marys and everything else. <laughs> I had a dream
2: the plane was going down. You were in it. <laughs> you were in it. <laughs>
0: so you know so alcohol okay that might be the way to go for anxious people Uh, she says it works for her i'm not gonna judge all right right. (laughs) richard bunn says this oh lord
2: there's Bunt. i keep the
0: group happy by putting out the negative nelly at the closest gas station (laughs)
1: So he'd be throwing still
0: <laughs> Kicks uh, into the curb. Just he's leaves joking, them to their own course. devices. He, he, he's joking, well, of course. Well, Richard he Bunn is people, a very
2: positive person. He so is. I can understand
0: that. He is. He, he's basically no tolerance for the negativity. No, he doesn't. Somehow that gets squashed. Joey Chitwood says, um, conversation is important. But the look at this, look at that, and that, I guess, engaging people. Look at this.
1: Look at that. I do that. And that's Sometimes
0: that's along with
1: the focus on the positive. Focus yeah. on if you make a wrong turn. Who the crap cares? (laughs) The road's taking you somewhere, and you'll get back on track. That's Mm -hmm. right. Look at those cows; they're different than the ones we saw two minutes ago. It's all about the
2: exploration. It is. I will say, you're talking about conversation like in a road trip setting. What I do not care for is when somebody in the car feels the need to read out loud every billboard that you pass. Oh, Zales Diamonds Special at the outlet. That seems like something
1: you would do. Wow,
2: guys, you wouldn't do that.
1: That seems like something you would do. That's not
2: a me thing. That's a personal experience. I have somebody. done that.
1: I have been that person. I have Uh-oh. been that person. Are you talking about this one right here? <laughs> Depends on if it's interesting road signs, you know? Adult entertainment next uh, week.
0: There are... That's going up to George. There are times when it, it does call for reading out what yes. you're seeing because of the nature of... of Where you are. Being okay. humorous. What's anyway... Okay, Debbie Mark says Benadryl. <laughs> um, I mean oh. a good audiobook. <laughs> so For
1: small children.
0: I'm assuming for small children. I think that's the um, the child's equivalent to alcohol. Benadryl, so basically
2: yeah. when he says it's either Benadryl or an audiobook that means put these people to sleep. Yes, basically.
1: put them to
0: sleep. Yeah. Let them wake up when you get there.
2: Alcohol will do the same thing if
0: you wow. have enough.
1: Wow, these are hardcore people. What yeah. else we got?
0: Okay, Sabrina Ellis says she puts a TV in the car only for trips. A TV, like the living room TV? Um, no, probably one of those TVs that are made for cars. Okay. <laughs> a portable
2: portable D V D player or something like that.
0: The console for the living room. Okay. So and then she says she has music playing up front. It's made of oak. For the for the adults that are, you know, <laughs> in charge of the vehicle. And then the people in the back pick their movies. And then she also says her husband needs sunflower seeds and beef jerky and she has to have chocolate.
2: What's great about the, uh, the TV for the, the backseat people is that if you, if you arrange the audio correctly and especially if you have like the kids are in the back or like grandma's in the back or something, you know, that can be their environment there mm-hmm. and they can have the TV and the audio going on there. And then the two people in the front seat can have their own conversation. They're not really, uh, affected by that. And so they can stay alert. They can stay connected and everybody else can just kind of veg out in the back.
1: That's okay for me at sometimes. But I don't want the whole trip to be that way. Because if the kids are old enough to watch TV, they're old enough to talk to me. And tell me what they're seeing and what they're doing. Yeah, and, Right?
0: I, I would, a- Yeah, I would think that age would be a big factor in this. I'm telling you what, when my kids were little, that was my go-to. You put that movie on in the back seat and then you drive for you know, however many hours and we always drove through the night too. So between the movies that entertained them and, you know, the overnight drive when they were sleeping, we made a lot of, we covered a lot of distance and it kept a lot of the grumbling at bay. But especially when they were little, like that one, that was a crutch for me. Like I had to have that.
1: So we never had that
0: three car seats and I just read a uh, book.
2: Yeah. Give your kids a book.
0: Yeah. They can't read when they're so young; they're not literate. Well, yet. they look true. at
1: books, or I, you know, mm-hmm. I I did a lot of making up backstories and stupid songs yeah. that's for my thing, kids though. when they were little. Yeah, they were, and and they, especially Max, boy, he can he can do a backstory like nobody else. <laughs> you just pick something you see, and you just build on it until it's the stupidest thing you've ever heard of, and that's how we would entertain ourselves.
0: That's a good game. You know, I you've got, I play the, got me involved in it since I, we've known each other.
2: I don't. I, we've talked about road trip games and stuff like this, but this one hasn't come up because I don't know that I could give like a great example. But I play like the the road sign game, where if you're traveling on the highway and you see like exit names, um, you 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 pick apart that that uh, that exit name like phonetically and make it fit into some sort of sentence. Oh my. Um, uh for example okay um if you're on uh i, I can't give examples uh um there was a there there was a road that was uh Tennessee, right okay. that was one that i did on my road trip and i was like i had to add the accents like hey man hey can I see your wallet real quick? I want to.
0: Can I see? Yeah, can I see your
2: wallet? I want to get some money from you. you okay, know, that kind of thing. right.
0: I'm not that crazy. So we we wow. were I, the, the the road I would never. I would fail. Yeah, only absolutely. certain ones where we just energy. make fun of the
1: accent names. Yeah, you know, like whatever it sounds
2: weird or. Well, there's yeah, plenty or of those. be like my dad, dad,
0: who sings about Bologna and Alonia. He makes up songs. Yeah, yeah. You know,
2: he he ran a tight regime.
0: He <laughs> <laughs> had had pneumonia and Alonia. Okay. Um, Jessica Tucker, this is a good one. We've discussed this a little bit in a past episode before. She packs a backpack with travel-easy distractions for her boys. So new books, artistic items like crayons and a coloring book, Mad Libs. We've talked about this before. It also um, made me think about when we're talking about positive reinforcement, Mm -hmm. I've heard of parents who will have um, toys or treats or whatever it is that their kid is into – Purchased ahead of time. And then at certain milestones in the trip, they reward good behavior. We with, actually did.
1: Well, we didn't reward good behavior, but we actually did that. You would have things that you they didn't know were in point, the car. And
0: then you get it.
1: Yeah.
0: And did it work? Did
1: it, yeah, but I wasn't trying to make them behave. I was just... Keeping,
0: it was just a fun thing to do. It was just a fun thing way. to do. But yeah. in... Even without it making it like you know defined, if you are good, you will get this. Them knowing that that's coming, it still keeps the you're on the hood. Well, I mean, taking the the um, consequences of behavior out of it, if even if they know that this is part of the trip, it will give them something to look forward to, and I would think it would put them in a better mood anyway. You know, like if your kid likes My Little Pony, um, like Corey did, like like Corey, um, then you. You have an X number of My Little Ponies, either miniature ones, right. or they don't have to be the full-blown ponies, right. but something, My Little Pony, little trinkets, and every now and again, you yeah. get a new one. Let me tell you. Along the way. Excuse me.
2: If you have a somewhat coordinated kid, give them Legos in the car.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, they will.
2: It, it, it is an amazing thing to keep someone busy because not only do they have to put the Lego set together, they have to keep them from falling. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's just a complete mind is
0: you're just focused
2: focused on that and nothing else
1: yeah legos He's went on many trips language. with us many many trips the legos have been there
0: you know what i was amazed at how much legos occupied my son when we were on the cruise our disney cruise i would think that you'd be one of mm-hmm. the cruise he was there was legos got played with a lot when we were on that boat that was a definitely a big part of keeping him happy kim marsh says lots of stops she says that is a good thing to keep everyone happy, stopping frequently.
1: Unless you have the person that just wants to get there, and why are we stopping again? Then that you know? would be an
0: irritation. Yeah, and
1: that, that we so. had that issue, too. We had to stop a lot for someone's tiny bladder, and the person with the you know the giant bladder who never had to stop would get all ticked off because we were stopping so much. Right. So, yeah, it's a balance. Um, it's a balance.
0: That is exactly what Veronica Palmer said. Look at you. (laughs) You're just like providing the perfect segues today. She said, keeping everyone happy during the trip is all about balance. Wow. We tend to stay close to our home routine while on vacation and uh, plan things that everyone will enjoy every day. At least one day each trip, I try to plan something special for each family member.
2: That's so, cool.
0: Yeah, again, for her, it's about the balance and um, finding the middle ground within the group. You have to
1: endure what I want to do to get to what you want to do,
0: mm-hmm.
1: or vice versa. I, don't, I might not want to go to the mental asylum, asylum but I'm going to go because it's going to And it was like the happiest day of her life. So <laughs> it's just bizarre, but that made me happy too, right? Yeah. So if stopping here to eat is what you want and I see how happy it makes you, then that makes me happy, too. You keep me happy, and I'll keep you happy. That's the whole...
0: That is a, it's a great way for it to work. Lori Ketcherside, side, on the other hand, mm-hmm. feels that on the occasion that you are not able to achieve that balance, she would do what you did, leave the uninterested party at home, <laughs> and they just don't go. They just don't go, and...
1: You know, I wish I was going. Well, you had the choice. <laughs> and you knew your limitations. And James Kay's was like the same way. He says, "One less person in the car. Just leave him." And who says you have to keep everyone happy during the travel? If they don't willingly embrace it's not the destination but the journey, then they can be miserable. If they try to make every, if they try to make everyone else miserable, then their seat is facing backward in the back row or up on the roof rack. Okay, I wouldn't go that far, but <laughs> But seriously, you don't know want you to be miserable. Get in the back, or right. set find a different seat on the plane, or however you're going to do it. Right. You're not pulling me down, <laughs> and, and that just <laughs> irritates me even more. Bringing me down, you're bringing me down, and I'm not going to do it. So <laughs> get in the back, put your earbuds in, listen to the whatever crap you're listening to. I'm not channeling anybody here, but <laughs> and
0: just let me have my own fun up in the
1: front, right?
0: I, I totally agree, and I actually think that brings us back to our kind of our. Um, Final point, the, whatever you want to call it, the lesson of the episode. Um, the truth today's is, lesson. I don't know today's, today's lesson, lesson <laughs> is about. I'm, trying to st- I'm struggling with word retrieval The moral here. of the story
2: is. Yeah. I wish I had a little graphic that said, the lesson. The lesson.
0: So we're going to need to get one of those. Yes. Um, basically, it really does ultimately come down to this, and this was where we were going to tie up this episode. Ultimately, you can do whatever it is that, You possibly can to make other people happy, but ultimately, each person's responsible for their own happiness. I can't actually really control whether you're going to be happy or not. No. And vice versa. You can't control. That's uh, each person. But you know what? Is in charge of You're in charge of your own
1: happiness, but also it doesn't hurt to try to do something to make the other person. Because you know what?
0: Absolutely. Doing
1: good. Makes you feel happy. It does. It makes me feel sure. happy when I know you're happy, and not necessarily you. But I'm looking <laughs> at you. When I know you're happy and you're having a good time, that makes me have a good time. Because if you're going to be miserable, JL, you're going back there. <laughs> and when you're ready to play again and play nice, then you can come up here, right? Yes. That's the way I feel about it. So
0: no, it's true. It is absolutely true. So I think that was kind of where we were gonna, you know, wrap it's it over up then. today. Goodbye. Um, You know, you can do what you can do, but. And I thought we've got some good
1: tips here today. At the end of the
0: day. Yeah. It's just, uh, to me, it's all
1: common sense. Mm -hmm. And you have to know the people you're traveling with. So.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, let that be it. And I think that as you try to. um... (laughs) All right. (laughs) As you. (laughs) Never mind. I just lost it. The moment has passed. (laughs) I'm sorry. So uh, that's no, no, no thing. No problem. Okay. Anyway, I think that's going to do it for this week's show. We have run out of things to say. Blah, 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 blah. Yes. We're going to see you next week. Next week for some more fun. And until then, trip out.